Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's Gange. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Green Eye, and I'm joined by a man who's wondering why he now needs to be home before the streetlights go out, a la back when we were kids. My co-captain, Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno, blockheads, millions around the world, etc. Remember, Remember when we figured out how to turn the streetlights off? permanently Ooh. uh you, you yeah. there used to be this trick because the streetlights had a little door on them obviously so the electricians could access the panels and all that shit and if you yeah. just kicked the streetlight just above the door they would go out so they'd go out yeah so all of our streets like where we grew up as kids like all the streetlights would be out all the time because the kids would just keep walking past and kicking them out kicking them because yeah. the, the rule was you know if the street lights are on got to go inside kids and we want right. to fuck around outside That's so right. well, if the light doesn't go on right. you know it'd, sorry, be, it'd be pitch black outside it's like <laughs> well, no, i'm still in the right here <laughs> yeah the rule was street lights gonna be on they're not on yet are they fuck kids, uh, <laughs> fuck kids are annoying aren't <laughs> nice, it's so fucking annoying. Yeah, uh, Green Oak, if we can just open up the story, uh, open up the show today with a quick little story. Time. I like stories about pinatas. Just to let you know kind of what my last few hours has looked like. So he's, I want to stress this early, Greeno, as early as I mm-hmm. can here on the show. I don't. It, it can't all be about COVID tonight. We can't, we can't be talking about COVID. I can't take it there, anymore. There is literally, I'm looking at my rundown, uh, no COVID, no COVID, no COVID. Yeah. Uh, someone fucking during COVID. Yes. No COVID, no COVID, no COVID. Okay. No COVID, no COVID. We, we are good. It's literally, bar someone yep. getting dicked during COVID, yeah. we are COVID free tonight. I mean, I, I don't, you probably don't listen to the radio or, or, or that kind of thing much. Zero, or- zero, uh, zero radio listen. Yeah. I, I don't think I've listened to the radio in probably the better part of eight years. <laughs> well, that's a start. So it's radio, <laughs> it's TV, it's just fucking it's constant. Everything. It's social media. It's social media. It's 24 yeah. hours. And, like, I've noticed this phenomenon for, like, the last month or so, Greeno. Other stories mm-hmm. are about COVID now. Other topics are all yeah. about COVID too. Yeah. So you can't read a sports report without reading about fucking COVID. Got to have something about it, yeah. Yeah, can't read a you, – you can't even read, like, you know, ridiculous kind of celebrity gossip without reading about COVID. It's like, I wonder mm-hmm. what Jennifer Aniston's doing. And then you'll pick up your, your edition of In Style. You'll pick up your it's edition of In reference. Style and she's yeah. like, you know, I don't even talk to unvaccinated people anymore. It's like, Jesus yeah. Christ, it's relentless. So anyway, yeah. um, and that's, you know, now extrapolate that out for eight weeks for people living in Sydney now, right? So basically yeah. 24 hours each day, fucking rules change, right? There's mm. new announcements for eight weeks. So <clears throat> I work at night, I sleep during the day, I wake up at like five o'clock and there's a little message buzzing on my phone, Greeno. Oh, okay, like, oh, this okay. is today. So, yes, yeah, today. Just yeah. like, so it's 8.42 local time here. Yeah, three hours ago now. Yeah. Three hours ago. So I wake up and there's a little message from my phone. It's from work, Greeno, and work's asking me, Ooh. hey, hey, bro, have you had your first vaccine yet, Greeno? Nice, Gary! Oh. And I thought, well, that's a little forward. You know, that's probably mm. something for me and my doctor to talk about. But yeah. um, anyway, I, I thought, well, I wouldn't be getting asked unless it was prompted. And because mm. I live in the ring of steel, Greeno, <laughs> I've, yes. now become, I've now become accustomed to these kinds of daily, uh, what would you say, Daily adaptations of the quote-unquote plan. Nice, Gary! Yeah. yeah, we're constantly shifting one side to the next and see how we go. So I thought, well, this has got to be prompted by something. So I log on Twitter. Wouldn't you know it? 
uh, Big Gladys Greeno, Horny Gladys, Sexy Gladys, a new bunch of rules come out today. And if you're from a particular area of Sydney, which is now called the Ring of Steel. Ring of Steel. Ring of Steel. You have to now be like, at least get your first vaccine shot. And it doesn't make, because if you travel, you know, around, if you travel to other parts of Sydney as part of your work, then, you know, that's too bad. You're just going to be locked in. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, so we've got this two-tiered society situation happening. I thought, well, that's fucking full on. Anyway, so this is in the first 10 minutes of after I've woken up, mind you. I'm still in bed. I'm, I'm doing that half asleep reading the iPhone yeah, thing. Yeah, haven't, haven't even taken your, in your terms, your morning dump yet. No. Like it's still. Yeah, no, still like, no morning dump, no coffee. Yeah. You know, I, at that yeah. point, I thought, you know what, before I interact with anybody else in the world today, I'm just going to have yeah. a little cigarette. Nice, Gary. I'm just going to have a five-minute cigarette and just kind of scroll through this news and try to yeah. make, you know, boil down sense of it in very short mm-hmm. amount of time. Anyway, yeah. I decided, look, I've got, to, I've got to duck down the shop, got to grab a couple of things, got to grab a couple of bevies tonight for the show. And mm-hmm. I run into an old school friend down at the shop. We now talk. Oh, yeah. We now talk about COVID for the next fucking twenty minutes. Nah, you can't. Okay. You can't do it. No, nah, you can't do it. That's because it was you relating. Cut it, off early, it was relating to work. So anyway, I get up to the cashier, and yeah. me and the cashier now talk about COVID. They want to chit chat about COVID minutes. exactly. Yes, I get well, home. I get home, and uh, mm. the lovely lady Borgs is talking about COVID to her mother on the phone. Nice, Gary. Yeah, you know about so. And, you know, and then I'm talking to other people about it because, but everybody's talking to everybody about the new rules now. You see what yeah. I mean? And it's become like a 24 hour fucking adrenaline hit in the arm for media and politicians alike. Because it's become, it's become the, uh, the school gossip session. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Like the definitely. topic. Did you hear? Did you hear what Jimmy uh, Jimmy did in the bathroom yesterday? Oh, yeah, I heard that. And then you tell another person, then suddenly Jimmy's jerking off over the store. It's fucking. It, it just goes too far. Yeah, it starts off. Jimmy, like in reality, only took like a ten minute shit instead of a five minute shit. But then yeah. the first story is Jimmy was in there smoking. Jimmy was in there smoking yeah. marijuana. Jimmy was in there yeah. smoking crack. Jimmy was crack, in there yeah. smoking meth, having sex with another man. Jimmy was in yeah. there jerking off, having sex with the principal. Greeno. And it's yeah. like Jimmy, poor Jimmy sitting in the corner going, I can't keep up with all of this. <laughs> That's it. The rules keep changing. Now I'm jerking off the principal. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So anyway... So this has been like, and like I said, for the this last is the beauty of this show. We, we just turned a very serious COVID conversation into Jimmy Jimmy joking off over <laughs> the school principal. <laughs> Well, what did you th- what did you think, Jimmy? You know what Jimmy was doing in there. <laughs> you know what Jimmy was fucking doing I in heard. there. He was in there I with heard. the other boys talking about fucking COVID. No, they're talking about the lockdown. You know, I'm not even going to be able to go over to the principal's house and jerk him off because of these restrictions. No, exactly. I'm torn. I'm a torn man. Yeah. So I mean, and that's that's how I've come into the fucking show tonight. And I want to give you a nice Gary. <laughs> nice Gary. Because things are happening here like a hundred miles a fucking hour. I, you know, mm-hmm. I've got people sending me shit left, right, and center. Look at this, you know, like look at this. It's just fucking. It's just uh, it's just relentless, man. And I just wonder, like, if ordinary, normal people now, because now I'm starting to get those. Because I've been talking about this kind of shit for a long time. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And we kind of knew that it was always going to end this way, even yeah. kind of 12 months ago. Back then, nobody gave a fuck. 
six months ago, a few people gave a fuck. A few months ago, mm-hmm. a, few, a few more people gave a fuck. And now everyone gives a fuck. But the problem is, Greener, it's too fucking late. Oh, scary. Yeah, it's too fucking late to give a fuck now. So even normal yeah. people now are kind of, you know, getting in touch with me going, hey, man, is that like, this is kind of shitty, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you been? A bit. I mean, I mean, welcome to the party. Better late than never. But Jesus fucking Christ, man! Oh, hundred percent, man. I'm with you. I'm, I'm hundred percent with you and all that. Now, uh, just as a quick safety net, while you were discussing that last aspect, I was quickly checking our DMs to make sure that I wasn't one of those people. And I'm looking. I'm like, <laughs> geez, I said I don't send you. Firstly, I don't send anything COVID related. Secondly, I send you some random shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad to know that I'm not part of the DMs. It's, no. it's a very interesting kind of like scrolling. It, it's actually, it's, there's a lot going Soothing. on here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, did you I'm, just, I'm did you. you just check the hashtag now? Did you like, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'm with you though. Uh, during the week, I think Wednesday I broke. I fucking, like it just got too much. Yep. There was too much fucking COVID. I like stories many, about pinatas. numbers and it, it broke me. And I was, I was a fucking, I was a broken man. And then I had my little broken day. And then after that, I'm like, fuck it. I'm not looking at it. I'm not thinking about it. Yep. I'm done. Yeah. And since then, I felt, felt a million bucks. So all good. Okay. Um, let's talk about the big issues, though. So fuck COVID. Yes. Let's talk well, about like, the big issues. Yes, such as will I be conducting, um, you know, powerful 5G signals out of my studio in a couple of weeks' time, Greta? Because the thing is, we've only got 10 days, <laughs> you know, to sort it out. So they're like, all right, so everybody who mm. works here, go and get fixed up. And you've got... Yeah. And you think, well, at least they're going to give me some time. No, no, 10 days. Go on, go, go now. I'm like, oh, well, okay. You can only do what you can do. If you can't get in 10 days, what are they going to do? Not pay you. Like, they have to pay you until you can get into to get vaccinated. No, I don't think they, so, I don't think they do necessarily. You can stand an employee. No, no, no. You can stand an employee down without pay at the moment. You've got that protection. So if, no, you don't have that protection because if you've endeavoured to get a vac- vaccination inside oh, yeah, that yeah, time yeah. frame, uh, I mean, and, you, and it's not available till day twenty, right. they're they're legally required to pay you for that extra ten days. Right, but two two points. First of all, what about the person who just doesn't want to? Right, so they don't mm. they don't have that kind of security. Like they we're can talking just COVID though down. here, dude. Yeah, we're all in this together. I don't, I don't mean to raise semantics, but we're talking COVID. <laughs> we're all in this together. And, but yeah. <laughs> my, my question, my question, and this is, I think this is a legit question that somebody at some point will have to answer whether we like it ah. or not, they'll be forced to. What happens mm. when just say this occurs, um, just say an employee is forced into taking uh, a vaccination shot, right? And mm. then suffers some kind of side effect, like a debilitating side effect as a result of taking it. Who legally is like what? What are we standing on here? Because if if they've been forced to do it by their employer under threat of losing their gone. job, right? Uh, what happens? Gone. Do you reckon workers? I I don't know if the government's going to be falling over themselves to foot that bill. I reckon well, they'll make. About, I reckon they'll make that. people sign waivers or something, and they'll say, "Look, you know, you don't have to, but we can't give you a job if you don't." So it's still a choice, and if you choose yes, then you've got to sign here. Therefore, you can't sue anybody just, or something. You just don't sign. You just don't sign the waiver. Yeah, but then they'll get rid of you. I, I see a lot of these problems like, down the road then, is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Then it's unfair dismissal. Yeah, right. And you've got other legal recourse. Well, do you think like the system, are we going to see like a mountain of unfair dismissals start washing in soon? Oh, 100%. The, <laughs> anyone who gets stood down for the fact that they won't get a vaccination, is it, it's an unfair dismissal case, but 100% sure. Yeah. Or it's, yeah, 
it, it's a HR so, issue and it's a workers' comp claim. So there's, there's three different forms of recourse there. Okay. Uh, not to get all serious, but no, yeah, no, no, look, no, that's good. I, need to, to I want to know because if it's that simple, right? If it's that simple, mm. then why are they doing it? So it's then it's obviously if it's that obvious and that simple that that couldn't be the case, then why are the conditions being set up the way they are? It's just to you know intimidate slash coerce people into doing it. No, it's one hundred percent. It's yeah, it's intimidation in one aspect, and and, and secondly, yeah, people aren't aware of their full you know their legal full rights. rights. Yeah, because that yeah. that, that would so, be a horrible thing for so that would be a horrible thing for the person who's trying to tell everybody what to do. No, really. scary. do not. Okay, tell them how they're going to die if they don't do it and they won't be able to work. Uh, but do, do they have a right to, you know, challenge this legal? Shh, shh, we, yeah. we don't want them to know that. Let's just go along. Let's see. We'll go along to get along, see how long we can fucking keep this going for. Look, this, this, like, uh, don't get me wrong. This, like, vaccinations in, in workplaces have been a requirement for a whole bunch sure. of things. Like, it, it's, it's not just workplaces. Like, it's, it's daycares. Like, my kids can't go to their daycare unless they've got, like, their, their sure. vaccinations up to date, their rubella shot, their uh, yep. meningococcal, um, whatever. Seven, there's like seven you got to get done when yeah. like before like, at each age sort of thing. Then allowed to go there. So these kind of these kind of practices have been around for ages. Okay. But the there's no kind of legal recourse because that's that's a choice we've made and we're not employed by the the daycare. Whereas if it's an employer requirement mm-hmm. and the only reason you're getting said uh, a vaccination is because of the employer's requirements and you've got proof that that's the only reason you've got it, uh-huh. then suddenly you've got a, a different different position. Once again, I'm not a lawyer, no. but you know, logic, logic dictates that, secondly, if you, if you get side effects as a result of it that leads to a debilitating condition, then work's the major contributing factor to you getting that, which means you've now got workers' comp recourse. Yeah, and I like, I'd just like to add it like very quickly, and then we'll get off this fucking topic, but... Um, whereas before you, you, you're hundred percent right with the workplaces have, you know, required these before I like, I even take it back to an, you know, ethically to like pre-employment medical checks and stuff like we've been yeah, doing exactly. that, but yeah. the, you know, now it's based on geography. So it's like, if you live here, you have to mm. be, uh, vaccinated to go to any job. So I think yeah, it's, it's a lot different to like a, a one-on-one conversation between an employee and an employer saying, look, if you want to work here, this is a requirement of working here. No, now mm-hmm. it's the government saying this is a requirement of working at all. <laughs> like, so that's mm. much, much different. Um, but then yeah. the other thing is, okay, so if we're going to force empl- you know, employees, co- quote unquote, you know, coerce, quote unquote, convince, persuade, however you want to put it. Uh, yeah. if we're going to persuade them to take this and then they have negative side effects, I'm just wondering, I grew up in Western Sydney, you grew up in Western Sydney. How many people do you think are going to be calling up like their insurance company going, yeah, nah, bro, since I took the fucking job, uh, the jab, bro, <laughs> like my fucking back, mate, hey, me fucking back. back's been aching. I can't even walk. I can't even piss without shaking, mate. Like somebody's going to have to fucking pay for this, mate. Like I can't go to work. I was already off work because of me knee. I did me knee last year. Like how many of those guys are just no, going to start coming out of work? You know the guys who slip over in supermarket screener? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're like, nah, nah, yeah. mate. Nah, I've been drooling. Like I've, I've got the fucking palsy thing. And I've just yeah. been drooling and my face is really like, you'd think like I've taken too much speed or something, but it's not. It's the vaccine, bro. <laughs> it's the vaccine, bro. <laughs> can't go to it's work 100% today. the vaccine, bro. Can't go. Can't go. Back's fucked, mate. So that's, and I blame the vaccine. That's the one saving grace out of the current situation is I know that six months from now, 12 months from now, mm. the workers' comp system is going to be fucking overwhelmed. And I hope that they have to pay out millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to people who say like, yeah. nah, nah, I can't work anymore, man, because 
because of the side effects, yo. You've got to actually have a job in Western Sydney. You know, a, <laughs> that'll, that'll reduce, that'll reduce numbers the numbers down, yeah. Yeah, cut it down. <laughs> Very good. Right, fuck Damon, I like it. stories right, about pinatas. Done, done with COVID. Except, except for the next stories. <laughs> I like no. stories about pinatas. Except for the guy no, fucking. The, that's all. Yeah, no, that one's later. That's okay. later. That's that's okay. uh, that's now segment four because I we'll put a couple a, of stories. We'll get a breather. Yeah, that's all good. Uh, Damo, I talked a couple of weeks ago. I, t- I told the kite story. Remember yes. the kite story about couldn't yes. get the kite working? Yeah, the crappy yeah. kite that you saved for 30 fucking years because you're such a years. cheap bastard. And then, yeah. and then you took it out for the first day. Oh, we got wind. This is an amazing day yeah. for my little girl. And then snap, yeah. dreams destroyed, snap. Greeno. That's it. Thanks for coming. Now, I could not get that kite working. Now, I tried, I literally tried for a couple of days before the thing snapped. I didn't give you the full story. But yeah. I tried for a couple of days, could not get the kite working. I was, I was enough to when it came to my kite guiding uh, responsibilities uh, of a parent. You're no experience in the kite game, Greener. No experience. And I'm like, this. the kite thing must be harder than I remember it. Because I remember being a kid, you throw it up in the air, the fucking wind gets it. Whoosh, there yeah. you go, we're good. Thanks I for remember, coming. I remember you'd around. have to hold it over your head and run against the wind mm-hmm. and then, like, get a good lot right. of speed up throw and then kind of chuck it and then keep running throw as fast it like as you can. Throw like a paper plane. Yeah. Spot on. And then once it caught the wind, you were all good. Yes. So that's what I tried. Now I was like, look, maybe, maybe my backyard is just not meant for kites. Cause I got like my backyard's reasonably big, but it's kind of, it's thin. So there's not a lot of, there's not a lot hang of on, width to hang it. On, hang on, I like stories about pinatas. No backyard is good for kites unless you're living on a farm or something. You're going to yeah, have like a figured, football field or something to run around. Yeah, with. I guess so. But at the same time, like there's, there's surface areas to at least get up in the air before something goes awry. <laughs> that was my theory. But you, if you don't get it, if you don't time it perfectly, it's like getting off an aircraft carrier. You'll just slam into the fence. Yeah. <laughs> Still Pretty holding much. the kite. <laughs> Pretty much. But because I live on a hill, yeah. I was like, look, once it catches the wind, I'm sweet because everything's going gust up ah, and we're all good. Yes. So I figured I was going to be okay. Anyway, I couldn't get it working. I'm like, maybe my backyard and my front yard are just not meant for kites. Mm. And actually, I'm going to pre- preface this by the fact I know my area is good for kites because there was kids out the front yard flying a kite the week before I got my kite out. Ah, so nice, I know what we've got. We've got good kite conditions. Yeah, you did in a, my you, you did a little bit of an EPA report. Check out the local situation. And look, we've seen yeah. people flying kites in the area. We know it's possible. We just need to yeah. up our game to get there. Spot on. All right. Exactly. Good. Um. So, but so basically, my summation after the kite debacle was maybe kites are just no good. They're no good in my backyard. Not going to work. So anyway, I'm leaving for work Sunday Sunday night. Another big gust of wind on bin night. Thankfully, the bins managed to stay upright. That's a plus. We've got some positive stories. Have you thought about weighting the bins like in the bottom of the bin with something greener, like underneath the no, bin? No, I said the, the bins were fine. They didn't blow over this time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. But just for future comfort, you know, future um, consideration, maybe chuck a couple of bricks in the bottom of the bin, Greeno, so it doesn't flip The bins over. have already got garbage in them, sir. Yeah, but what obviously the, maybe the garbage isn't heavy enough. So you, you mean heavier garbage? Yeah, need so, more like substantial waste. Yes, I think you need to start concrete. loading your bin up with concrete. Exactly, yeah. just <laughs> just dirt, like solid. Imagine he comes to pick it up, it's just a fucking solid block of concrete. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do that for? To stop the bin falling over? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not the whole thing, like just half of it, the bottom half. Just half of it. It's just half concrete. Yeah, so it's always with, spilling with the out over the top. Ah, yes, and exactly. so rubbish is it's spilling out of the top, and the rubbish is blowing <laughs> down the street. 
but at least but the garbage the is up. Though. That's yeah, right. The bin's up. It's in the right position. So we've got a Sunday night. Uh, the wind's blowing again. The bins stay up. Happy yeah, days. Everyone's good. fucking happy. Yeah. As I'm reversing out, taking taking my son to daycare on the Monday morning, and I'm reversing out, and I see my neighbor in my front, like in the front yard. Uh-huh. And I, I don't have a very close relationship with my neighbors. They're all they're both very very lovely, but we've got probably like a twenty year age gap between myself and both my sure. neighbors. And you've only um, been there like a fucking five minutes, man. In terms of home ownership, you've barely been there. been there a year, dude. Yeah, but that's um, that's fucking nothing when. You, like, that's not much. To a that's new not home. much. Yeah, no. But everyone's everyone's very lovely. Everyone's very, very friendly. It's just we're not like we haven't built that relationship yet. Where we're buddies and we hang out and hang have beers or anything like no. that. Plus, you so plus anyway, you'll the, fuck up their five G connection, Greeno. You know, five G connection with your vaccine. And, yeah. You know, I'm antisocial. You know my rules, man. I don't like talking to people in general. So no, you know, the right. chit chatty, um, it's not my thing. <laughs> so when the, the lovely lady next door comes out. She's waving. Hey, like, hey, oh, there's okay. that young Greenaway fella. Did you did you hear about some idiot put concrete in his bin the other day? <laughs> Fucked up but the garbage I, I, truck for everybody. <laughs> but the the lady that, that that was waving, like she's she's an older lady and she lives by herself. And I, I've been meaning to check on her to make sure she's all right because okay. obviously, like how old, like, like pensioner old or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her, all her, she's got she's got five kids, and they all are adults. So right. she's kind of like in, in like retirement age. Right. Okay. Um. Very, very lovely lady. Very, very friendly. So I was like, oh, like is something wrong? I better quickly stop the car, wind the window down. And she's like, hey, do you guys have like a? Do the kids have this toy like castle? Yeah, man. How do, how do you know that? And she's like, well, it's in my backyard. <laughs> nice. No, did you steal you my kid's fucking castle, you bitch? <laughs> and I'm like, is it a red and white one? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, I can't get out of the car now because I've got the kids in it to double check. I don't know if it's mine or not. I said, look, I'll Sweet come back. Sweet old lady's got- a thief, Greeno. She's a I'm like, once thief. I come back, I'll double check, make sure that, that it is mine because I don't want to, like, just grab a castle if it's not mine. I'll come, <laughs> just, I'll come back. Just, just anyway. help yourself to a yard and start taking shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, start yeah. Taking stuff. Like, yeah this, is, this is my pop land too. Yeah, this, <laughs> I think this bar fridge belongs to me. When did you yeah, find this? Yeah, this is mine too. Yeah. <laughs> How did this TV get inside? My TV get inside your house. I swear. That's mine. Nice, Gary. So anyway, I get back from get back, take the little, little one over there. We walk in. Turns out that, yes, it is our, we walk through the backyard. Turns out it is our, uh, outdoor kind of like play spaceship thing that's gone into a backyard with the wind. She's got me. <laughs> the, the, the spaceship, the, the spaceship toy left your yard and went yeah. into her yard thanks to this wind. Yeah. And you're still not considering putting concrete into your bin green. No, but here's the thing. It, it demoralized me because I'm like, let me get this right. A kid's play thing can lift itself up with the wind over a two foot fence. Yes. Oh, sorry, no, more like a six-foot fence. Six foot. Flying flying in the air sideways, yet I can't get a fucking kite to work. Nice, Gary. <laughs> that was my story. It's a lovely little it's a long I like way. stories about I pinatas. Greeno, you'd be better off tying a string to garden furniture <laughs> <laughs> than trying to get a kite in the air. <laughs> That's what I've worked out. Anyway, while we're on the backyard, I've got, got another story for you, Dave. Oh, Let's okay. do another story. I like now. stories about pinatas. It was a big week this week. I realise I'm becoming an old man. Yep. Uh, it's not ideal, I realise. I'm at that age now where I'm like... Oh, hang on. It is yeah. ideal. The, the the alternative is you're dead. <laughs> so, dead, you know, yeah. it is, no, becoming an old man is ideal. Great. Yeah, fair call. Fair call. <laughs> um, but this week, bought myself a shed. Mm. Nice, Gary. Shed world. We've got, I don't know, sheds. 
to fucking read my mind. My biggest disappointment, <laughs> yeah. the whole point, you just stole my punchline. I got got all the way, to, uh, went through all the different sites, and my biggest disappointment was the fact I could not order it from Shed World. Yes. Just so I could nice, do the fucking Shed yay. World bags. Do you reckon we can play the, the Shed World clip? Like, who gives a fuck, hey? Like, no one's listening. Nah, yeah, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. I think we'll be okay. I mean, I know, um, you know, quote unquote, we're not supposed to, but really, if mm. Tony Martin calls me up to complain about us playing the Shed World clip on our show, then I'm just going to say, yeah. hi, Tony, can I get a signature? It's so good to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's, let's have a look here. Just so you know what we're talking I'd about. I'd like to hear you guys call Shed World. And see if you can get whoever answers the phone to use the word shed 20 times, no more, no less. That's quite a challenge. Chuck wow. us over the phone. All right, Sweet. here we go. This is how we spend our afternoons here at Martin <laughs> Malloy. Fuck Tony Martin's a funny cunt. Shed world, mate. Jeez. Help you. Oh, sorry, who is that? Shed world. <laughs> shed world? Yes. Sorry, it's a very bad line. Um, what do you have Just there? these voices and shit. Garages, sheds, farm sheds, whatever. How many different uh, sorts of sheds have you got? About 4,800. All sheds? Sheds. sheds <laughs> from a little garden shed up to a factory complex. Right, what, what sort of, um, if people so came dumb. in, what would they see there? Uh, uh, is this from Eat Your Peas, Greeno? Or? Yeah, I think it is. Sheds up to a factory shed. American barns, heritage, 26-degree pitch roofs, double domestic <laughs> This guy knows his fucking right, sheds, man. He knows his sheds. Yeah. The smaller ones, have you got those? Smaller the garden ones? garden sheds. Yeah. Yes, yes. I love that voice. Right. Uh, what about something? Yeah, it is. Uh, eat your piece. Like yeah. a snooker table in. We did have to go more into a garage. <laughs> what about something you put like a snooker table in? That, that fucking voice What's just kills me. Big one that people like the most? Well, a single <laughs> shed in the girl span model. That's the frames made from 150, C section with 65 top hats. Uh, I think we're getting the shed world stuff. We'll cut the shed world. <laughs> well, you got to hear the 20. Oh, okay. Because they do get to 20 sheds eventually. What do I want a shed for? Well, because you're the Shed World guy. <laughs> Do you have a slogan? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think he needs like two or three le- more we just to get to 20. We don't need slogans or gimmicks Come on. or awards or anything. Well, what would you put if you had when I walk in the door? All McShed's on display. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I'll be there. Right out then. Thank you, sir. Bye. 20 Sheds. <laughs> yes, indeed. Another triumph. Fucking good on. Man, I miss <laughs> I, I miss that shit. Because I never even I, I didn't even no, really listen to it when it was on. So no, I, never did I. Yeah. It was it was kinda in that era just before I started listening to any kind of radio. Yeah. Uh, it was kinda it just, was just before, before our time. Boys. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, there you go. Twenty fucking sheds. Sorry to take the, the show off track. But I thought that was worth pointing out a tip of the hat to Tony Martin. Or doesn't he look like the uh the Ghostbusters guy? Harold Ramis. Hammer, yeah, he's going to be the Harold Ramis about him. So much so. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, so. sorry for ruining the show, everyone. Where the fuck were we? No, all good. Uh, let's get to Lockdown Nice Gary Damo because, okay. yeah, you know, plenty nice of bad things Gary. going on. Yeah. But on, uh, sometimes. Back, back to COVID, eh? <laughs> no, 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 no. No COVID. <laughs> talking about people's activities. You know, you got to keep yourself occupied yeah. uh, during lockdown, Damo. Yeah. i got to see the people at Bondi taking the lockdown seriously. By, uh, what are they doing here? Yeah. Uh, well, he's fucking giving it to her hard up the back passage, Green. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
I love uh, I love yeah. now. Apparently, it's socially acceptable to take pe- uh, pictures of people who are fucking because of COVID, Greeno. And it's yeah. like, it's like you know, now look at how twisted our fucking brains have become. We now no, see no, a no. picture of people fucking in public, nah. and our first thought is, "Oh my god, he's not even wearing a mask." <laughs> yeah, the thing is, though, Damo, good news. Uh, technically, not breaching COVID conditions, really, because the doggy style is considered part of exercise. <sighs> nice, Gary. Yeah. You're allowed to exercise outdoors. They thought, look, mate, this is a good opportunity. Let's let's, let's get down to Bondi Beach, get the pants off, uh, enjoy ourselves, and make sure we're still adhering to the rules, the type restrictions. You know, um, you know what I like about this the most is the guy, the couple that they haven't just gone to the beach and found a bush somewhere. You know, they have they've actually look at the spot they've staked out. It's like they've, no, they've mountaineered. Yeah, like that would have taken an effort to get up there. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to take you up to the fucking cliff face. We're going to hike mm-hmm. all day, and then I'm going to fuck the shit out of you up there. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a romantic. Nice, Gary. What a nice little romantic COVID love story. That's what I'm calling it, Greeno, a COVID love story. Well, And, and the, before we get to a break, Damo, the, yeah. the, the, the fun fact, mm. the Sherpa also got to watch. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. Sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes. Welcome back to the block. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. 
Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, the best way to do so would be via the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block one. We drop the K at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper Greeno. So we got more COVID stuff to talk about or what are we going to no, do? No, mate. That's it. There's no more COVID talks about. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about the That's important issues uh, yeah. uh, because we, we saw uh, our – BE has become our Milo reporter, we've come to realize. Um, we, we've, tra- we've transitioned his responsibilities. We feel like he deserved a promotion. Mm. Um, we said, look, you know, the Earth Report is all well and good. Uh, <laughs> we decided but- to load more work onto him that's unpaid. Yeah. So yeah, that's, well, a, that's yeah. a promotion here at the starting block enterprises. It's like, no, you just get more stuff to do with less money. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Congratulations, like- you've been promoted. Quite, oh, yay. And you have to I do feel it. like our love and adulation is kind of like a reward and payment in itself. The praise, the praise that we give him. So, like, for example, when uh, his wife was in, like, a horrific car accident and he had to go to hospital to look after the kids, how we berated him on air for not doing a report for us. Like, that yeah, kind t- of praise that he's, God, he's, used, he's become accustomed to. But yeah. T- tough love, though, sir. Tough, tough love. love. We're just trying to get the best out of you, mate. <laughs> exactly. You know, sometimes we feel like, you know, there's areas of improvement. We've got to, you know. Yeah, we've got, we've got to, to make it known. Out. That's what good manager, um, that's what a good boss does, Greener. Exactly. Uh, you know, look, strive to achieve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the bee's been all over the Milo, <laughs> the Milo stuff lately, and he, and he sent this over to us uh, throughout the course of the week. Not the nanny forced to respond after groping <laughs> video. That's the video with. Don't you hate it when they put a video that's nothing to do with the article? Exactly. <laughs> I, to be I, fair, I kind of want to watch the the groping video. No, no let's, can let's we watch transition it? and come back. Can we let's watch, watch the groping? Let's watch the groping video okay. and find out what that about, and then come back to the Milo story. Okay, it better be good. It better be good. Well, there's groping involved. Get a hot toss while you're at it. I bet you it's not even going to work. I bet you it won't fucking you play. Yeah, because it's Channel 7 and... yeah, No, nah, look at this. It's not going to work. Fuck it. Oh, well, that solves that problem. Howler Brewing Company yeah. banned from advertising chocolate beer after child thought it was Milo. But Greeno, isn't this a clear-cut case of children being stupid? Nice, Gary! Like, why, yeah. what, why do we have to keep adjusting our society based on the fact that stupid children exist? We all know stupid children exist. When they get to be adults, they'll get to mock the stupid children then too. That's our, exactly. that's our right, you know? If anything, this is a step up for children because normally they fucking put dirt in their mouth. At least they're <laughs> enjoying a drink this time, you know what I mean? Oh, scary. <clears throat> what do you think about a chocolate? I mean, I reckon the can looks amazing. It looks fantastic. Uh, can looks unbelievable. It looks like for, for anyone who can't see in the podcast, uh, which is everyone because yeah. it's a fucking podcast. Now uh, it looks like a Milo tin, but it's Let me stout. find a Milo it's tin. Out. and I'll, Look, I'll find a Milo tin and compare it, right? So mm. here's um, like when, when BE sent it through to me, I said, look, I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn here. Oh, see, it looks pretty good, doesn't it? It looks very similar to a Milo tin. Definitely. I, I love That's it. Nice I reckon it's amazing. But looks it's great. probably it looks great. But at the same time, it probably if it's not I, I, if it was taken off the shelf because a kid thought it was Milo, then that's just fucking dumb. That's a dumb yeah. reason. If it was taken off the shelf for copyright infringement, then I would understand because it is like basically the exact same fucking logo. You know, Pretty so much, yeah. I, I would imagine like that Milo would be like, "Hang on a minute, we can't let them do this." <laughs> like you know, mm. so I'm surprised that that 
wasn't the case. Instead, no, 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 we have to take it off the shelf. Why? Because some stupid kid drank it. What, 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 did some stupid parent allow the stupid child to drink the stupid to drink fucking the thing. beer? Like, don't get me wrong, I leave my beers around in the house and, you know, I, I actually keep an eye on where the beer may be to make sure my, my stupid kid doesn't fucking drink it. Yeah, and you tell your stupid kid, hey, no, this is not for you. This is daddy's drink only. Don't touch it. And they, they My go, son oh, asked okay. me that exact question last night as I'm sipping a beer while putting him in the bed. He's like, daddy, what's that? And I'm like, well, that's daddy's drink. He's like, well, where's Zachy's drink? And I'm like, well, in your fucking bottle. Don't touch my bottle. Yeah. That's your bottle. Yeah. The, the, green, the green glass one. Is is Daddy's bottle exactly the the plastic one with the Thomas the Tank Engine? That's that's Zachy's that's bottle. Right. That's, that's how right. we roll. That's right. Now stop. Now get off your ass and go and get Daddy another special drink. Can you, can you get <laughs> Daddy you another can, drink that you cannot have? Cannot have. <laughs> bring me the bottle and the bottle opener, please. No. Uh, and a bag. And bring a bag of fucking chips out here too while you're at that's it. That's it. Can you bring some? Bring some, food get some Daddy. snacks. Um, but the, the the whole point of this this segment was I I don't know whether this is either genius. Or something that a Milo that might be worse mm. than Milo Yiannopoulos. Oh, really? Okay. Well, because talk me through if, it, if it's if it's Milo based beer, yeah, Milo beer is that a, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Do, do, have you ever had a, a chocolatey beer that you've enjoyed? I have actually. Okay. I can All give right. You a little story, I like though. stories about pinatas. When I was in New Zealand, Greeno. Um, mm-hmm. one of the New Zealand breweries, one of the ones that we get over here, like a pretty big one. Um, okay. I went to, it's in a city. Oh man. And they had like this, this kind of like beer gardeny kind of thing that was on the outskirts of the city. Uh, it was really nice. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, a beer, which was a stout, but it wasn't, it wasn't like chocolate flavored, but it definitely tasted like chocolate. If that makes sense. Okay. So yeah, no, it I, had I get a, it. It was, it was, you know, marketed as like a chocolatey stout, and it was pretty fucking amazing. But in saying that, okay. it's a chocolatey stout. It's, it would be nice to have, like, you, you couldn't fucking drink them all night. Like, you couldn't have a session mm-hmm. at the cricket on them or, or something just, like that. Just like one more of a dessert beer, if you will. Yeah, definitely. Like after a, after mm-hmm. a dinner with dessert, it would probably be amazing. Like with like a maybe okay. like a hot apple pie or something like that. Yeah, uh, okay. with, with like a, this chocolatey beer, it would be really nice. But so I have had it before, and I would try it. Like I would give this one a go. But yeah. you know, in saying that, uh, if it's if it's Milo based, I don't know if that would be very nice because Milo is so sugary, and um, you know, it doesn't. I don't. I can't see the Milo taste translating into beer form. You know, or is it just yeah, the, but- like you said? Is it just the can? I think it's uh, the more we look into it because I didn't actually look into it before I wrote it in the rundown, oh. uh, which is the general premise of this show. I'm like, yeah, we'll chuck it in there. We'll nice work it out as we go. <laughs> I, I think it is just literally the can. I don't know whether it's actually chocolate based. Um, oh no, it does say chocolate milk stout. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it is the can of chocolate so, milk stout. So, but is it? So but I, is it I Milo don't think it's actually. Or? I don't think it's Milo. I think it's just got that chocolate essence throughout. Ah, so, so I, I think it's going to be similar nice. to that New Zealand one. Which in in that in that case. If you've tasted one and you give it a thumbs up, unfortunately, we still don't have anything that, that ranks lower than mine. Right? No, Jerry! <laughs> Unfortunate. So, I, I don't control these things. So yeah. I let you dictate how so they So Milo made. Yiannopoulos is still the worst Milo on planet Earth that yeah. we've come across. Exactly. And, and we've now uncovered like 50 of them at least. Mm. 
I mean, we even yeah, had we even had a we, we even had a Roman fucking general or something who would <laughs> who would decapitate his victims and have sex with their corpses and shit. It's like, no, he's not yeah. even as bad as Milo Yiannopoulos. Historic Milo, yeah, historic yeah. Milo got top ten yeah. off memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was a hell of a guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Damon, you just reminded me. This week was meant to be lunch of legends. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Which uh, things to be unnamed mm. have, have ruined. But uh, I decided to keep the spirit alive. I said, look, if, if I can't do Lunch of Legends bragging rights yes. for cooking for my boy, mm. then, well, I'm still going to fucking pull, put up a good a good dish okay. on the day Lunch of Legends would uh, would have normally occurred. Nice. And nice, I, Gary. And I was nice, like, Gary. You know why? Because it's important to, like, you, you, you want to keep your hand in greener. You know, if you're having mm. a time away from the game, like just say you stop playing baseball for six weeks, you're still going to go out for a jog every now and then, maybe run the diamond a few times, hit the batting cages a little bit, because you don't want to let everything go. You've got to stay in form. Nah. That's it. Exactly. Got to got to keep in touch. Yep. Got to make sure I've still got, still got the skills. Exactly. Um, so tomorrow, this is what the, the Lunch of Legends lunch would have been mm. uh, had we been proceeding tomorrow okay. instead of you being locked in your house between nine and five. Um, uh, in the Ring of Steel. In the Ring of Steel, correct. Um, a sweet potato gnocchi with a four cheese and chive sauce. Nice, is, what, uh, is, is what is on the menu in, in the Greeno household tomorrow. Uh, I can imagine a Lou. cheese sauce would be very runny, very rich and very mm. runny, Greeno. Very sticky. It is, it's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, exactly. It's got uh, it's got some parmesan. It's got uh, oh, mascarpone. Mozzarella. It's got... No, no, no! It's got uh, gorgonzola, ah. and it's got a bit more musky, one of, and it's got one one more cheese. But it, it's it's you know it's put a, a little bit of goat's a, cheese in there, Greeno, for a little bit. No, nah, of... it's not goat's cheese. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Uh, but it's a fourth cheese because hence four cheese sauce. Yes. Um, but at the same time, it, it's 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 got a richness to it, but still very light. And the uh, sweet potato gnocchi handmade. Really, that's so, something I'd love nice, to see. Gary. So how, do that's prepare, what I was, how do you prepare a gnocchi? A gnocchi. See, I, no, well, the gnocchi, the it's, gnocchi it's is flour, actually is in it flour and potato mixed together. It's potato. So, yeah, it's actually a very laborious task, and that's I why it fitted, in, it fitted in perfectly mm. with the Lunch of Legends ruling mm. of, you know, you, you can't half-ass it. you got to go you got to go top-notch. The gnocchis in themselves are the most laborious task because you got to cook the potatoes, you've got to steam the potatoes, you've got to get them to the right temperature and uh, the right heat uh, because if you go too far or too under, you can't mash them through because you got to, it's not like a regular mash. It's got to go through yep. fine sieve, sir. It's got to go through a very uh, fine sieve. Do you get yourself what? that double, the, uh, double zero Italian pasta flour for that? Uh, I don't. I, I, I just use a regular flour. Oh, okay. uh, it seems it seems to do the job. Um, but the the tr it's all about temperature and timing because mm. if you if you put the flour in and you roll it too late or too early, you're not going to get the right consistency. So it's a, it's a very <sighs> so it time melts. intensive thing. Right. Okay. Spot on. You need it to blend and and mix together perfectly. Then you got to roll it out. Then you got to let it set. Uh, then you got to make sure it's the right size. And you got to make sure that the the sauce is done timing wise. Uh, at the exact point as the knockies come out, otherwise the cheesy sauce becomes too gluggy, and, yeah. and then you, you know, then you, or, or if you do leave it too long, then your knockies get too soggy. So it's very fine balance. But I'm like, that's what you want for the lunch of legends. Sometimes it's not hours. Sometimes it's complexity of the cook oh, and timing of the point. cook. That's a very good point. Nice, that's a very good point. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm much. I'm somebody who'd much rather like take a long time to slow cook something. And Greeno, I think, mm. is far better suited to like organizing four or five things to all finish at the same time. The technicalities of it, yeah. and I thought that's that's how I'm going to try and get my one-upmanship. Okay. Of I'm creating a very extravagant meal, yep. but the timings involved will be one up. Now, with that being said, well, thankfully, here thankfully, tomorrow, thankfully, so thankfully, the, thankfully, the premier has ruined your chance of one-upping me. <laughs> So now but I can just gives- retire from the lunch of legends from this side yeah. of the ring of steel forever <laughs> and being the champion, the undisputed champion, because, you know, the last one was the best one. You said it yourself, best mm. one yet. So, and then that's it. That's, that's where we end now, Greeno. So it's over. Uh, unless you want to go like Mad Max into the Thunderdome style to come and rescue me and perhaps bring me some <laughs> some four cheese sauce with your gnocchi. <laughs> Uh, Sweet potato and knocking with four cheese sauce. Yeah, but you'll have to put a team together, Greeno, because the army is patrolling right now. The streets are patrolling. True. So you'll have to, True. you know, war paint up, you know, like get, get yourself a black balaclava and a backpack and start, you know, making your way in. I don't know how I, you're going to keep it hot. I could, you have to get one I could of those send, delivery I could bags. Send you. I could send you the four cheese sauce and sweet potato gnocchi, but the the gnocchi would have in to quarantine Uber. for fourteen days 14 before days. it gets to you. It would have, you would Just have to, to check in too before, before the gnocchi before I take delivery of the gnocchi, and the guy will just have gnocchi, to leave it on the, the doorstep. The potato has to be vaccinated though before we get there too. So I'll, I'll, I'll be, be pointing I'll be guessing, a sh- I'll be pointing a shotgun out the window, going, "Just leave it on the doorstep and back away, back away, <laughs> get out of here." All right, so- Back up, so we need to make sure we get these protocols covered. So the Noki's going to be vaccinated. Yeah. It's going to have a fourteen-day quarantine. Yes. It's going to get through the ring of steel. Oh, it's gone through the army quarantine as well, yeah. and it'll be left at the front door within one point five meters. And we should be all good there. <laughs> nice, Gary. Excellent. It's not complicated at all. Just two more weeks, guys. We're all in this together. Anyway, uh Jim Emward story of the week. We got some big Jill music. Oh fuck, no, I don't. But just how about this? Just do a little bit of filler while I bring it up because it won't take me that huh? long. Shed world. <laughs> hey, who Shed wants world to he- who wants to hear another Martin Malloy clip? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How do you well, I'll, feel? I'll do, a, I'll do a quick story time while we are doing that. Big jam. Big jam. All right, what's the story? Big Where are we? Here we go. Uh, let me put it up on the screen now. Turfed out. Football team SK Braun Greeno has, quote, orgy with four women on pitch and caught on security camera after boozy night out. How do you like that? There we go. Nice, Gary. It's a little Give bit of a toss while you're at it, please, sir. There we go. <laughs> a top flight club is mired in scandal after it was claimed after it was claimed that players were involved in a raunchy late night party at their stadium greener. Local newspaper Bergen... Outdoors, though, Damo. Yes. Rules don't apply. It's all good. <laughs> As a, yeah, that's right. They're athletes. They can do whatever the fuck they want, can't they? Mm. Allegation... It's a private athlete, bro. Yeah. <laughs> private athlete, bro. They can do... Why don't you go start your own football league? Uh, 12, 12 players from Norwegian club SK Braun inviting the, the... The Norwegians know how to party, don't they, Greeno? They oh, know how yeah. to get down. That's how they do it. Inviting four women back to their home ground after a boozy night out. The unnamed stars are said to have attended Bacone Ristorante in the city after that. a training Give game. Give yourself a nice Gary for the pronunciation. Nice man. Gary! <laughs> I mean, who? I didn't think I was going to be reading an Italian restaurant in Norway's name, but apparently <laughs> <laughs> that's what we get that's, here that's on the show. That's uh, yeah. After continuing the event at a nightclub, they ended up taking a trip to the seventeen thousand capacity Brand Stadium. So the so the players have taken the chicks out for dinner, a nice dinner, mm-hmm. a nice restaurant, right? 
they're probably earning pretty good fucking coin, Greeno. They make pretty good yeah. scratch. And they've done the ultimate kind of big dick move. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. why don't I show you where I work? Nice, Gary! Why don't I show you where I work? And they take him back to the take him back to the stadium and have an orgy on the middle of the field. Yeah. Now they left their the good the good news is that they, they were smart. They yeah. were like, look, let's leave the phones outside, fellas. So no, <laughs> no filming. No filming. They forgot though. Security cameras are inside the stadium. That's fantastic. It does say in the article, phones are said to have been left outside the arena to ensure nobody filmed the event, which was nonetheless caught by security. The, the way they write it, which was nonetheless caught by security cameras. Yeah. Uh, there we go. And I just want to give it. I just want to give a little nice Gary here. Nice Gary. Because when I was reading uh, this uh, earlier, just before the show, I noticed this. Former Southampton and Brighton player Greeno, Vigard Foran, has since had his contract terminated, so he lost his job over this. Although mm-hmm. that's that's expensive pussy, man. Although the club mm-hmm. have asserted that the, uh, the defender's exit has been discussed for weeks and is not related to the party. Nice, <laughs> Nothing to do with you uh, having sex in the middle of the ground there. But I just wanted to give yeah. a nice Gary to the guy because former Southampton, that's my team in the English Premier League. That's your team. Yeah, it's your boys. Yeah. So it's good to see another Southampton boy doing well. <laughs> I said, though, like, don't get me wrong. Like, when we were in our younger days, you know, you, you, you bring a lady, you're out on the town. Right. You need you need a place to go back for some love. And sometimes, you, you know, you can't take them back to your parents' house. No. If you've got a workplace you've got the keys to, they just happen to do it at a football stadium. I mean, like, sometimes you can't take them home because the wife and kids are there. Like, you, you know, you've got to go to the office. In this scenario, <laughs> probably. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> very good. Thank you, Jim Edward. I'm enjoying Jim Edward's story of the week. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Jim's been sending us stuff for a while now. Uh, we felt so bad because we never got to it. Because, in all honesty, my fuck up, I never bothered checking the, the Discord. Uh, but now I make a conscious effort to do Jim Edwards once a week. Um, let, we, we've talked a lot on this show, Damo, about cancellation. Mm. Got to find things to cancel, got to get ahead of the curve. Unfortunately, the world is working faster than we can to come up with bullshit reasons to cancel stuff. We thought we were ahead of the curve, right? Yes. We thought we were crushing it. We're, like, we were, we're, we're pioneers of this shit, Greeno. We're we thought we were, but exactly. The problem is that we, I think we've got a little bit lapsed. We, we've kind of rested on our laurels a little bit in the cancellations. Yes. And the world is caught up in making sure they come up with a random shit to, to cancel. Now, I came across, you know me, big baseball fan. Um, I came across this during the week while I was watching a watching game. And uh, the next day I was watching, actually, let's watch the clip first okay. and let's find out what we're meant to be offended by. All right. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, very careful. Okay. So nice, let's play that again. So they're asking, so Shohei Otani, we've talked about him in the show. Every week we do we a stat man on the show. We love Otani. him here on the show. We fucking love him. He's the him. best. He, he's, yeah. he's unbelievable. He's a, he's a stat man freak. Yep. Basically, MLB stat man for 2021 it's just me sucking Shohei Otani's dick. Imagine the guys. Imagine the guys who put Shohei Otani in their fantasy team right at the start when he was worth fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> imagine how anybody who's anybody has Shohei in their fucking fantasy team. Exactly. Hit a quick stat man for me uh, while we're here. We're talking Shohei. I'm a stat man. his fortieth home run this season earlier this week. He's now That's leading the, all of MLB. Uh, with home runs, and in the game that he hit his 40th home run, he threw an eight-inning eight shutout. Nice, Gary! He's, a fucking, he's an absolute freak. 
He's it's a freak. unbelievable. He's he's the Sebastian Loeb of baseball. He's the Tiger Woods of baseball. He's the Roger Federer of baseball. Whatever you know, and he's only just getting started well, too. That's the thing. He's well, only just kind of warming up. He's only going to get he's, better. He's, he's all of those people. If whilst playing uh, whilst playing uh, tennis or uh, golf, Tiger or Roger did something also. Right, yeah, so, so yeah, two disciplines because he's not yeah, just a batter, like, he's not just a pitcher, he's both. Yeah, yeah, he's both, and he's fucking great at both. There's a chance he could win the Cy Young, which is the best pitcher, yeah. and also the MVP, which is normally the best offensive player. The only thing I can, th- <laughs> the only thing I can think of which I can compare, and believe it or not, it's actually a female sportsman, and I don't, th- you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know my stand on female sports, Green. I don't I really care about it. But I think to uh, is it Elise Perry who is both Elise Perry. She's you in, read my mind. She's in the Australian soccer team and the Australian yep. women's cricket team as well. So and she's probably the best best player both. in both teams. Uh probably not in the women's soccer team anymore because Sam Kerr's better. But yep. she's one of the best in the world, and yeah, is the best in the world in the women's cricket team. So yeah, yeah very much like Elise Perry, but. Um, trying to, yeah, it's difficult in this because well, that's two different the same sports. Sport. Yeah, that's two different thing. sports, and and they do it at different times of the year. Whereas Shohei is doing both things at the same time. Oh, how about this then? Okay, baseball. What about a cricket comparison? He's better than Jacques Cullis. Imagine if Jacques Cullis, yes. who is the best all rounder that I've ever seen personally play. Like, yeah, I agree. Uh, He's he's like what well, what did he average like nearly fifty with the bat and like fifty you know, with the bat high... and like twenty with twenty five with the ball right like, he was just ridiculous yeah. like he could have been in the team for either just batting or just bowling but he was really he was the best at both so he's yeah. he's comparable to that it would be like if Jacques Carlos averaged fucking Don Bradman with the bat and mm-hmm. Glenn McGrath with the ball like at twenty one or something like that that's how that's how yeah. good Shohei fucking Atani is he's a he's a he's a freak he's a machine. It's unbelievable. Um, but let's get back to the point of this, this story. Yeah. Um, once again, I get distracted by Shohei Statman. So I just, I love him. I know. <laughs> uh, back to this. So let's get back to this. Let's, let's try and work out why we're meant to be offended. Because Shohei, we've okay. established, he's an absolute freak. All right. So how are we going to how are we going to pitch the Shohei? All right. How are we going to ruin this for everybody, please? <laughs> now, what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. That's it. That's it. All right, so uh, this turned out to be a, a massive story in the US uh, the, the night of and the day after where Hall of Fame pitcher Jack Morris, uh-huh. after that inning, someone had to point out going, hey, Jack, it sounded like you were doing a, an Asian accent there yep. when you were talking about Shohei. Yep. That's, that's, that's racist, sir. You oh, can't do that. Oh, no. Jack's like, what do you mean? Oh. And he's like, Personally, if you listen back, I actually I sent it to you. I'm like, it sounds like a bad Indian accent if you ask me. Uh, but you know, apparently it was ascertained as being a, a, an Asian accent. Oh, no. So Jack had to come on to the broadcast. I after thought he sounded like Georgia. Elmer Fudd. Be very, a little bit. Very, very quiet. Yeah, I'm hunting. Quiet. Yeah. Spot on. That would have been my defense, the Elmer Fudd defense. Yeah. Now, I would have respected Elmer Jack Morris if he came on in the night. I think he came on two innings later and said. Yes, well, we've got the apology. Do you want to hear the apology? Oh, we do have the apology. Yeah, yeah, Actually, yeah. yeah, go for it. Okay. It's it's sickening beyond your worst fucking nightmares, yeah. listening to this man basically castrate himself and hand his cock and balls over to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. You may as well have this. I don't need this anymore. Well, folks, uh, Shohei Otani is coming to the plate and uh, – been brought to my attention and oh, I no. sincerely 
apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community. Ah. You dick! Mate, oh, so the producer it's painful to hear. Someone's jumped. Someone's jumped online at that time and said, "Look, we're Some offended idiot. by this." Blah blah blah. Somebody, and then that's gone through to the media, and then suddenly the broadcast. Because this is like three innings later, right? Yeah. So no one noticed it. No one called it out because otherwise he would have apologized straight away. Yeah. But it took a social media outrage in the three innings between Shohei's at bats that suddenly they're like the producers were like, "We well, can't fucking. You, you got to go out there in the ninth when Shohei gets up." And apologize for this shit. Yeah. He's like, what did I say? They they've just made him go out, trundle out this apology. Can we just uh, can we just get it on record now so everybody's fucking clear? It doesn't matter if they work at the MLB as a commentator or whatever they're doing. Here's the hot fucking tip for you, okay? You can't apologize your way into a scenario where people are going to be less vicious to you. You're exactly. only you're only just fucking ensuring that next time they're going to come at you harder again because it's I'm sorry like you it's about strength it's about weakness so somebody's getting off on somebody on Twitter's getting off on the fact that they can make you apologize during a fucking international broadcast of a game mm-hmm. and it's not even anything more than that if you want if you want to get to a situation where we stop with this fucking uh, you know, this vampiric outrage porn where we just can't wait to latch on to somebody's neck and suck the fucking blood out of them at every opportunity, right? If you want to yeah. move, get to a place where you move past that, here's what you have to do, Greeno. Ignore them. Nice, Gary! Just, just don't look. Just don't look at them. Yes, people, people on the... Here's another fucking hot tip for you. People on the internet are angry about everything all the time. Everything. Doesn't matter all what you do. All the time. So you, you could uh, create you create world peace, yeah. and someone would find a way on social media, yeah. the internet. Who's going to pay? Who's going to pay the arms manufacturers now? You bigot! Yeah. You son of a bitch! <laughs> are, you, exactly. are you doing this to put like good, hard-working fucking gun manufacturers out of business? You mm-hmm. disgusting piece of shit! It doesn't matter yeah. what you do. Somebody somewhere is going to be pissed with it. And like I said, he didn't even sound like if you're going to do the racist thing, probably, you know, how, how do we deal with Shohei Atani? Oh, Ching Chong, me not understand the English. That's what you fucking do. If you want yeah, to do the got, racist yeah. thing. What the, he was, I, I didn't even it. know what he was doing. It was Elmer fucking Fudd. Listen. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, very careful. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. He doesn't even know yeah. what accent he's doing. How can it exactly. be Exactly. He's a terrible accent. <laughs> sounded, if anything, it sounded Indian, which is, if, you, if you're not sure, if you're not sure, yeah. it's no, nowhere near Japan. Like <laughs> India yeah. is a pretty fucking distance. Ah, oh, man, this shit is just getting to. All right, don't, you, don't you feel like more and more people now are starting to go, this is nuts. This is bullshit. This is crazy. Enough. Well, my my wife is is very kind of like normal. She likes to be very, <laughs> very likes to be very PC with things. Yep. And I was showing her a couple of things. She's like, "What are you talking about in the show tonight?" And I'm like, "Oh, he's he's we've got in the run yet." She doesn't listen to the show. Oh. Uh, I'm like, "Pretty <laughs> I good don't idea." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, hundred percent. I wouldn't yeah. listen to it either." No. But I was showing her a couple of things in the rundown, and I'm like, "Oh, you know, we've got some NFL celebrations that people are offended by. We've got accents that people are offended by." She's like, "What are you talking about?" So I showed her. She's like, "That's fucking stupid." I'm like. See, if, if she's not offended by it, yeah. and she's normally offended by most of the things I say and do, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think we're on to something here. So That's anyway, right. the next day I wake up, and I assume that was it. It would be like, oh, you know, you made a quick apology. We're all good. No, ESPN, I turn it on the next day, and 
uh it was the first story it was you know casual racism it was um Here we you go. know we, we need to stand up against this this yeah, is not acceptable you know why because it's, all of these like the race industry drones start whirring yeah. into action you know, once yeah. they they get they get a sniff of an outrage, it's like detected like a fucking submarine detects mm. sonar. You know, like a little blip on it's, the radar. Oh, somebody over there said something that we can focus our torpedoes on. Okay, and every and yeah. yeah, everyone gets really autistic and then starts pouring over every detail of everything the guy's ever said, just looking for more. Oh, we got to yeah. feed Greena, feed on this fucking carcass, right? And there's nothing there. It's, it's, it was just he, made, he did a bad accent. Um, and and so uh, the next day, uh, as a result of the media backlash, Jack Morris was stood down. Uh, oh, you fucking you oh my dick. God. They fired him? Right. Uh, no, he's been stood down indefinitely. So, so they, yeah. uh, I don't know what. Yeah, oh, it's mate. just, you know, appease, appease whoever they're trying to appease. But that in just all makes of that, it it's worse. Always, that makes it worse. It definitely makes it worse. But in all of that, like, it took two to three days before someone thought, hey, here's a good idea. Uh, should we probably ask, because they're like, oh, the story was starting to die out. Mm. So then the report, a reporter's like, hang on, how do we make this go on for longer? Let's go ask Shohei Otani what he thought about it. <laughs> no, I, I, like, I like that for two reasons, Greeno. Number one, the, they thought, how do we keep this report going longer? I know, we'll ask Shohei Otani. Number two, they didn't think to ask Shohei Otani before doing the outrage either. <laughs> like, yeah. So for, that's funny for both reasons. I would have thought if I was, you know, journalistically inclined, Greeno, mm. I would have thought the first and only person that I'm going to uh, get a comment from is Shohei Otani, considering he's the fucking guy that everybody's getting so upset about. Oh, you can't be racist, you can't be racist. Hang on, what if he mm -hmm. doesn't give a fuck? Why should you? Yeah. And then sure enough, here's, here's what Shohei Otani did say. Listen to this. Quote, and this is via an interpreter. I did see the footage and I heard it. Personally, I'm not offended and I didn't take anything personally. Nice, Gary! He is a Hall of Famer. He has a big influence in the baseball world. It's kind of a tough spot. So, I nice, mean, Gary. he's also like, oh, I've got to respect the guy, you know, whatever. It's a tough spot. Yeah. But that we don't know. That could be in translation meaning something else entirely, right? Because that sounds mm -hmm. like a weird thing to say, right? So, uh, but the first part of that is no, there's no fucking, you know, there's no equivocation. There's no qualm. Like, no, no, it's fine. I didn't take it personally. No problem. Not offended. Yeah. You know, not offended by it. I heard it. I wasn't offended by it. Yep. And ultimately, isn't that if it's said about you, it's kind of like you saying something about me, going, you know, green as a fuckwit, and you know, probably fair call. But imagine if everyone in the world got outraged because you called Greeno a fuckwit, yep. and then no one bothered to ask me if I was offended by you calling me a fuckwit, and then they bothered to ask me, and I'm like, oh man, I wasn't offended by it. But the whole world has got offended by something that you said about me that I'm not bothered by. Exactly. Exactly. But it doesn't matter. You can be you can be fucking pissed off. You can be offended on behalf of somebody. Like you, mm. you I know we're avoiding COVID, but I do have to mention one more COVID aspect. No, thing. no, 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 you no, can't. No, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's important. So what I've noticed <laughs> is people doing this thing, right? Where it's the same thing with racism. What I'm saying, it's not really a COVID thing. It's just another example of the same kind of psychology at work here. Mm. So people getting upset on behalf of Shohei Otani, even though he's not fucking upset, okay? Yeah. Now, it's the same thing as, like, people in comments and shit and replies on Twitter 
where they, if somebody says, well, I'm not sure about this, this certain policy, whatever, people reply to them saying, excuse me, are you a virologist? Like, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, what kind of hospital did you train at? But the person who's saying that themselves is not a virologist. Is not a virologist, yeah. So they're <laughs> so they're like sharing expertise on behalf of somebody else that they have no expert. So they're they're claiming to be in the position of authority because they agree with the authority figure who's telling them. Like yeah. you're not a virologist. What are you asking? You know, you're like, uh, excuse me, are you a virologist? No, but you're not either. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> go fuck your mother. You you don't have any fucking clout here. <laughs> but this is what people behave. It's like, uh, excuse me, you're a white man and you don't know how offensive that is. You're white too, you fucking dickhead. You don't know either. The guy doesn't care. Why the fuck do you? Well, excuse me, you're not a virologist. It's it's this. We've we've created this whole fucking tribe of people who live on the internet now who just think like it's just so reactionary and emotional and it's a, it's really a, it's really a shit pit out there, isn't it? On the internet, I heard, I heard this referred to like the, the ESPN stories that I watched and and whatnot referred to it as you know casual racism. Yep. Isn't that the best kind? I'd personally I'd rather be I'd rather yes, casual no, racism than yes. violent racism personally. Like it's so true. Like. I'd rather someone, you know, make a bad accent about about me than, you know, put yeah. me to a fucking stake because of my of, of what race <laughs> so I am, true. you know what I mean? Casu- we should all like, aim for casual racism. That's what we want. We want casual racism. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so but it got me thinking, Dave, mate. Because if, yeah, if, if we allow the casual racism, then maybe they won't put each other on stakes. We you can stamp I mean? out the yeah. actual, like, brutal, violent, well, know, like, inappropriate racist. Give, give the racist an option, right? Give them a, a, yeah. you know, a deal and say, okay, so here's the thing. You can either make Chinese jokes for the rest of your life and live in peace and grill mm-hmm. on the weekends, or you can kill one Chinese guy and then go to prison for the rest of your life. What do you want to do? It's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go. Awesome. I'm going to make the Chinese jokes. Okay, great. Next. <laughs> you know, like, that's your great. Okay, fine. We can do yeah. that. I don't, see, look at that. You know nothing about Fixed racism. It. I know nothing about baseball. We fucking nice, Gary. Um, if we're going to take a bad, because I don't think that's going to end up working. So I think if we can take a, a good thing out of a bad situation, yeah. I, I need to double down on this. Mm. Anyone who fucking does bad Australian accents, shrimp on the Barbie, yep. that kind of stuff, yep. <laughs> I'm fucking demanding cancellation, sir. Nice, Gary. Exactly. Fucking oath. Mersh, Mersh from uh, Revenge of the Sis does a fucking horrific Australian accent. So we need to we need to make sure we put, him in, put him in front no, of the yeah. Human Rights Commission. Can, this can is you find offensive. Me, <laughs> can, you, can you find me a clip? And I want you to send out an, out, an outraged Twitter post. Yeah, we'll get go, some lawyers dare, involved. How, no, don't need lawyers. You just need the outrage, right? There's fucking <laughs> something illegal about it. We just need to post it going, how dare he insult the Australian race like this? We demand an apology. Terrible. And ask for Mersh. Ask for merch to, uh, uh, we want a, 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 a social media apology. Yes. And I want I want him banned off Twitter for seven days. Constantly. Well, he's already been banned three times. Nice, oh, Gary. I don't know and if that's going to be. Quite obviously. Yeah, nah. For good reason. That's yeah. what I want now. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Merch and RATC. That's it. As we go to an ad break. <laughs> It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. 
Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. My I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus <laughs> Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? You <laughs> have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it. No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back and walk, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I think, Damo, if we uh, if we do a, a short YouTube clip, uh-huh. that last segment has to be the YouTube clip, just the casual racism bit. Casual racism. <laughs> What we should all be on. hoping for. Speaking of casual racism, uh, there's a comment in the chat from Cody Pennant, who I think is a Kiwi bro. For, uh, little Kiwi bro. Oh, okay. Uh, he said, hey, Australia, thanks for the Delta. Sincerely, New Zealand. And I, I replied, it's just a plot to get rid of all the Kiwi backpackers here. So mm. you know, <laughs> we're going to stop, you know, Australia becoming a destination for no, New Zealanders, Greener. And so what we're that doing is... Run. Yeah, well, we're now in the ring of steel, so... Like, I've done many, many jobs with, like, a whole bunch of Kiwis and Maoris and Islanders and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now we've put up the Ring of Steel. That's it. Nobody's allowed in anymore. Sorry, boys. You're going to have to go somewhere else to do your removals jobs and your, your landscaping yeah. jobs and the street, uh, you know, uh, what do they call them? I don't fucking know. The guys who stand on the street, Greeno, and wave shit around and tell you which lane to go in. Oh, God. <laughs> Those guys. Workers? No, not construction workers. The traffic controllers. Well, 
Traffic controllers, there you go. Traffic controllers. Traffic controllers. Lollipop ladies. Yeah, traffic controllers are either like big burly New Zealanders or like uh, tiny Irish girls for some reason. Yeah, no, I was going to say, it seems a lot of girls uh, doing that job in my area. There's a lot of construction in my streets and it's always like ladies with like weird dyed like pink hair, which I assume Irish. Backpackers. I don't know why. Yeah. Backpackers, like yeah. nothing else to do. Yeah, for got, some reason, it's hair. always an Irish chick. We must have something, some arrangement. Maybe the Australian government isn't so bad. It's like, no, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll allow, you know, 1,000 cute Irish girls into the country every year to do traffic mm. control, but that's it, you know. <laughs> we don't want anyone yeah. else. Just send send the best ones you got. Send all the ones that look that's like it. the cause. It's part of the trend. Yeah, it's part of the agreement, you know. Yes. You, can, you can bring all your Chinese students in to, to yeah. fund our universities right. as well as the thousand Irish chicks to do our traffic control and stuff. But everybody else, you're locked out. We can't have you. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, stay the fuck away. Um, Damo, uh, it's a big cancellation week this week because I realised nothing, mm. nothing's allowed anymore. Nothing's Good. allowed. Now, I don't, I don't watch... I don't watch any NFL preseason because any any preseason game I'm not interested in, no matter what the sport is. Because oh, squad baseball. rotation and stuff, and uh, it's just it's just not interesting. Who cares? Like they're not really trying; they're just trying not to get injured. I'll watch I'll watch a preseason if my team signs like a new player and they're playing or something, just to get a bit of a look at him. You know, like, just to get. I watch I watch MLB spring training. It's mm. different because you see all the young guys coming up. Yeah, they get to play, so you get to see who's in the system. I like that NFL different story. Yeah. Um. But they've started testing it. They've got some new rules in the NFL this year. Oh, new rules. Uh, it's where two more weeks, guys. Yeah. It's two more weeks. They're trying to test it out, see how it goes in the preseason. And one of the rules is they're over taunting, Damo. I said, this is the bad look. Oh. You know, the, you know, the rapes, the murders, the beating of your children. That's 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 fine in the NFL. But you know, celebrating after a run, we got to cut that shit out. I'm going to hate this, aren't I? <laughs> you are. Okay. So, so let's watch this clip. This this clip led to a penalty against the Indianapolis Colts player for what's referred to as taunting. Uh, you're not allowed to t- celebrate or taunt anymore. Let's have a look at, at the run and the celebration by this guy. Okay. Ball spotted at the 41-yard line. It's LeMay and a first down. And LeMay keeps the legs going. LeMay runs good pretty fuck, 20 good yards. Run. Good, fuck. good run. It's good hustle, okay. man. Uh, County tractor okay. pull right there. And then a late flag is thrown. Pickup of 14 yards. Yep, but right. he has been tough all fucking summer. Like he I... should be, they should be getting around him. They should be patting him on the fucking head for that shit. You know, fucking good on you, mate. Good run. Fucking let's go. No, you gr- know? Great, great run. But yeah. all I saw was that dude kind of like, Twitching a little bit. Well, he pumped like, his fist a little bit. Giving, like, yes. giving himself, giving himself a little bit. Like, yeah, man, good run, good run. Yeah, wasn't wasn't flailing, wasn't grabbing his dick, wasn't fucking, compact. wasn't rubbing anyone's he face. He just got a flag for that. He's that 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 was the penalty, was it? That was the penalty. That was apparently him taunting. That's no longer allowed. So uh, minor ridiculous. NFL celebrations now cancelled. Wow, that's. That's really bad. Like, mm. <clears throat> because here's the thing, right? At some level, I understand because the league was being over. Like, let's be, this isn't a race thing, but it seems like, you know, um, you know, black guys are very often like dancing and doing fucking routines and shit after they score touchdowns, right? And I, I, think- I don't mind. I don't mind after the touchdown. This was this is brought to stamp out where someone does a two yard run and they're getting up and they're fucking around. Yeah. Right. Admittedly, so, 
what what else are they doing? The NFL is one of the slowest games ever. It takes another 45 seconds before the next play's run. It's not stopping anything. No. Let them jump around like a dickhead. But, yeah, but see, so, but, but what I'm saying is, like, philosophically, you understand they're like, look, we've got to curb this kind of shit. We need to kind of, you know, at least bring it back to some kind of normalcy. But then it's always the case mm. of overcorrection, isn't it? Like, when, whenever yeah. a governing, uh, governing body of a sport thinks they need to fix something, they end up just squashing it and creating new problems. So yeah. this shit here, like this can't be allowed. Like that that can't be a call against. You should, after especially after something like that, he carried like four or five guys 10 yards. Fuck. Yeah, well, he, he, so, he ran 20. Yeah. Ran 20, carried him 10. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's only a little fella. Mate. He should be. I I would, if, if I was him, I would jump up and go, fuck yes, come on, let's go. I'd be pumped too. Yeah. You know? Exactly. That, that's insane. They're killing. Why is everyone trying to ruin everything, Greeno? Well, he, here's the fun thing about the NFL and, and the way uh, things kind of work. So that that is not allowed, Damo. That's that's going to copy a penalty. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, who is the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans. Okay. Do you want to know how he spent his offseason? How? Currently defending 22 lawsuits for sexual assault. <laughs> Nice, Gary. And he's currently twenty-two, not two. He, no, there are now twenty. This is the twenty-first of May. Uh, so there's actually more now. There are twenty-two active civil lawsuits against Watson engaged some kind of sexual assault. Now, I love, he, I, love now that, I love that you said as of the twenty-first of May because they're still rolling. Like there's still, still data rolling. coming yeah. in. We we haven't even yeah. got to the top of this guy's depravity yet. So he's now part. He's now part of an FBI investigation. What? He's still in this hundred percent. He's allowed to still play in the NFL and start. That's allowed, but that little kind of like, come on, uh, that wasn't even in anyone's face is now bad. a penalty in the NFL. The world has fucking gone mad, sir. Yeah, that that is that is fucking insanity. And I hope, you know, I mean, I, surely normal people can't be okay with that. You know, like surely the average football fan, we surely everybody looks at that and goes. That's ridiculous. Except the everyone people, does, yeah. yeah, everyone except the people who are making the rules in these fucking sports. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who are like coming up with this bull. It's like in the AFL, if you they've just been out there playing for two hours, you know, bumping into each other, running into each other, tackling each other, and then when they go into the rooms to sing the team song after a win, they all have to put their masks on. Put the masks uh, on. I mean, it's yeah. fucking nuts, and everybody can see that it's nuts. Yet they're doing it anyway. They don't care. <laughs> it's like it's like the whole point is to make us crazy at this point. You know what I mean? It's, it, it, they're doing well. <laughs> they're doing well at that. Well, uh, you wanted you wanted to show this for comparison. I think um, the, the Aussie coach. Oh yeah, sorry, my apology. I forgot I forgot to write down the fact that's another joke. I'm like, how many weeks would this guy get? <laughs> <laughs> I've got another one, Greeno. Like, how about this? Uh, <laughs> yes, no, let's let's get to this for a little bit. Okay. See box Well, what what about this though, Greeno? Breaking through a COVID barrier. <laughs> what about this, Greeno? This this is apparently this is apparently a video of all of Leighton's come ons. He sent Arno Clement packing in straight sets in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> Leighton would be suspended for months. Leighton would be Between- gone. 
Dean Boxall would be given a, 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 a complete suspension, lifetime ban yep. for dry humping a, a screen. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> if he was in the NFL, mine a little fist bump though. NFL, ten, ten yeah, yards. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. And people, it's it's more, it's even more serious than that. People say, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You know what it is? Because somebody who's that stupid to come up with a rule like that should have no place in, not not even sports administration, should barely be allowed to do any job. They should be in some kind of institution where people walk around them with clipboards and, you know, saying, so, like, are you really that this? mentally ill? Like, are you really that psychotic? We need to be doing tests on you because anybody who can come up with that shouldn't be nowhere near any kind of role of power at whatever in any field i don't care 100% um i got to give uh, i got to give my wife credit for the dean boxall joke cuz yeah. I, I was showing her the rundown like i mentioned before yeah. about the stupid shit and she's like what would the fucking the swimming coach get if he did the end of like, that's a fucking good joke i'll quickly send that to Damo. yeah you, you, you know what he got he got international recognition and applause for his celebration yeah. <laughs> he got he got famous from it that's yeah. what he got the other guy gets fined he gets fined and 10 yard penalty oh, that's <laughs> no, let's do a stat man before we go sir i'm a stat man <laughs> Gonna give a stat man to Tyler Gilbert uh, from the Arizona Diamondbacks, and okay. you're like, who the fuck is Tyler Gilbert? Yeah. And everyone is asking that question. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the reason you don't know who he is is because he's the first pitcher to throw a no hitter in his first ever major league start since 1953. Fuck. So no, this dude never Jerry. never started in the MLB before Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and threw Incredible. a no-hitter in his first start. Unbelievable. So that's like 100 um, on debut, except much harder. It's like a triple century on uh, debut. That's like a triple century on debut, effectively, the well no-hitter. First Fucking time it's nice. happened since ni- 1953. Fucking so, nice, so, so well done there to Tyler Gilbert. Uh, <laughs> weird to not uh, – admittedly, we did do a Shohei Statman earlier. It feels wrong to do a Statman without Shohei. So we're, we're all good. We're all covered. <laughs> um, You got anything else before we go, sir? Nah, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm in the ring of steel. Okay. It's all fun. It's all games. It's all happening. So. Well, there's nothing else to do, so you might as well talk. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What else could I possibly talk about? Oh, okay. I got a little story talk. I like stories Hi, about Kenyatta's. Um, so I got hit up for proof of my residence the other day, Greeno. Ah, there we go. Going into a building. And so, look, I understand. Oh, I understand yeah, I story. You know, I understand story. rules. You know, I understand, like, you know, the security guard who's getting paid fucking 30 bucks an hour to ask me these stupid mm-hmm. questions. Doesn't want to be asking them. I don't want to be answering them. We all know yeah. this fucking dance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, that doesn't mean I have to pretend to be happy about it either. That's my yeah. way of, uh, it's like, you know, if you pay your money, if you pay your money for your ticket, you should be allowed to abuse anybody you want on the field. Like that's, <laughs> that's my general stance on things. The rules, yeah. So I'm paying tax for this shit. I should, I should be allowed to not enjoy it. Thank you very much. So, but, <laughs> This guy made it worse. He compounded my, you know, my, uh, I'm going to say anal retentiveness, Greeno, by the Mm -hmm. fact that he asked me, where where do I live? Because now you have to ask people apparently because there's the Ring of Steel. And if if you're in the Ring of Steel, they might not want you in their building anymore, which is fun. Mm -hmm. So he asked me where I am. I said, look, I am in the Ring of Steel, but, uh, you know, technically, this is a couple of days ago. Technically, right now, I don't need a permit to be here, if that's what you're wondering mm-hmm. about. Like, I know the rules. And he's like, okay, cool. So he asked me where I was. I told him. He said, no worries. But then, Greener, then he asked me for ID. He asked me to nice, Gary. He asked me to prove where I am. And I thought, 
well, why why fucking ask me then? Like, just just ask to see the ID. Ask the ID, cut because, the middle, man. Because if yeah. you're going to ask me and then not, like, believe me, then you, what's the fucking point of that? And I was telling the lovely wife, the Lady Boogs, about this story, and she said, but it's worse than that. Why would you be lying about living in the Ring of Steel? <laughs> <laughs> no, so this guy's asked me, where do you come from? I'm like, yeah, I am in the Ring of Steel. I'm in the Ring of Steel. Like a brag. It's, oh, a, bra- it's a brag now. Like, prove yeah, it. Man, prove it, bro. Yeah, prove it. <laughs> Prove it, bro. Prove that you're in the ring still. All right, my nigga. Go down there. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. So that that that's a little fucking story. So like that's just how stupid every everyday people are becoming. I like right stories no, about it, pinatas. I think I know this story. Uh, uh, I saw it a little bit earlier in the week. Yeah. The best part of that story is the fact you had to pr- prove all that. Sign in three times at three in the morning. Oh, no, that no was a different story. That's a different story. Oh, that was a different story. You want to hear that oh, story? That was different. I like yeah, stories I want to hear that story too. I thought that was the same story. No, nah, that was a different one. So I had to go to this other place, three o'clock in the morning. Uh, this place has two scanning codes. So one is the government scanning code, and the other one is just for their records, I guess, because so like, <laughs> they're extra special. So you got to scan in twice, and I'm like, ah, oh, okay. And then he points me over to a piece of paper. And on this paper piece, uh, piece of paper that I have to sign, it's a waiver. It says, you don't have a cough, you don't have a runny nose, you don't have sore eyes. It's like being in a doctor's surgery now. You have to mm. tell the amount of information you have to give to people. Yeah. And also, it's like, okay, if you don't provide the, the following information, we won't let you onto the property. I have to go on the property to do the job that I'm paid to do. So I don't have yeah. a choice. So they're like, okay, so you got to fill all this out. And I'm looking at it. It's like your email address, your fucking phone number, where you live. I'm like, I've already signed in twice. This is now the third sign in. And so I I scribble it down and I kind of like give it, you know, flick it back to the guy. And I'm like, look, here you go. I don't know, mate. Fucking this is bullshit. And he goes, oh, just one minute. I have to take your temperature. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I hold out my hand because I've had my temperature scanned before. And most of them yeah. just give, you know, give us your arm, give us your hand or something. They just go, bip. He's oh, like, what, uh, well, always the head for well, me. No, no, you, it doesn't matter where. It's just measure skin yeah, temperature. temperature, right? So yeah. um, he, he, he goes, no, no, no. And so I've got to stand there and take my fucking hat off. And he's got to stand yeah. there and, you know, point this fucking thing at my forehead and write, uh, write yeah. my temperature down. I've I've been there. I've been there longer than it takes to do the job I'm there to do. Yeah, to fucking get <laughs> yeah. in there. But, but on top of all this, he's like, okay. And then he opens the fucking gate. It's not his fault. He's just a fucking local idiot. He's just doing a job. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> but at, at meanwhile, it's three o'clock in the morning, and this property that I'm at is probably the size of. Well, I mean, it's literally the size of three football fields, okay? Yeah. It is fucking huge. It's three o'clock in the morning. I am the only one in the building. It's, it's in an fact, empty you're going through building. you're going through the protocols is put you more at risk. Yes. Because if you avoided that man, exactly. that's the only human interaction you've had in the entire thing. Exactly. Now you, you've got a chance Gary. of catching catching anything off him. I know. It's insane. <laughs> you otherwise would not have it. It's insanity. Um, and it's like, it's not so much having to do the drill that drives me nuts. What drives me nuts mm. is the fact that nobody else thinks it's nuts. Like, you know, like that's, that's what drives me crazy. The fact that this guy yeah. is seriously doing this when, you mm-hmm. know, when it should just be, look, you're the only one here. You're not going to talk to anybody. Just go and fucking do what you got to do and then see you later. Like, it, yeah. it, it, it should, but this is what happens when you let fucking government employees run things, Greeno. If you, you think it's the thing, if we, if we go back to your, your first story, though, yeah. the, the whole kind of like, where do you live, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's interesting how 
like the mentality of certain things of handing over information changes depending yeah. on the circumstance because in that scenario it's like this is a fucking this is a real inconvenience i'm the same like i don't want to i don't want to put my details down i'm, I'm not comfortable yeah. going to a shop and putting my phone number well you're the one you're the one who opened my eyes to that whole thing where because you know yeah. we we're getting bombarded in shops you try to buy something and they want to sign you up for a fucking yeah, email number. And, yeah, you know, I don't want it. No, we've walked out of we've now walked out of places because they ask for my details. And they're like, no, I'm not giving you my phone number and my email address. Fuck here's the cash. Take the cash. And yeah, they're like, no, no, no. Cash, we need it. And I say, well, f- go fuck yourself then. I'm not buying it. <laughs> you know? Spot on. But here's the interesting thing, and I was only reflecting on it the other day when I had to write down like name, dress, all that kind of horse shit. Right. Um, that how easily when we go into an RSL club, we just hand over that info we didn't think about it. Nice, Gary. There you go. Like, do, you, do you live in a five-kilometer ring of steel? That's true. Oh, well, you can't come in without a membership. We'd happily hand over, I think. That's a good way to end the show. That's a very good point. <laughs> very true. Well done. That's. What, I'm going to give you a nice little Gary. Nice, for that. Gary. Nice, Gary. But you can't even go. You can't even go to the RSL now. That's the thing. If the RSLs were left open, then I might go along with it. Because at least Happy then, days. In, yeah. inside 5K. Bit of karaoke. Fucking nice. Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right, sir. Uh, follow Greeno at the starting block. One word, drop the cake there and follow myself at Boogie Bumper. Thanks to everyone who listened uh, to the podcast. If you're listening, thanks to everyone who joined us tonight. Thank you for sharing the show out. Uh, Till next week, Greeno. Catch you later. See you guys then. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth? Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendar.